0: This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2020. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning 101.
1: And welcome into Life Planning 101 on this beautiful Monday morning. have Angela Kennedy-Robinson with us. I'm Terry Slavens. Angela, good,
2: good morning. Good Monday morning, yes. And a beautiful Monday morning. I tell you what. Yeah, we've, we've had been... a
1: run of nice mornings. Yes,
2: we have. Yes, we have. I have a feeling that they're running out, but... <laughs> Uh, we'll take them while we can get them. I keep going inside or in my living room and opening up the door and the windows in the morning and it's been really wonderful. Fresh but, air. Uh, Yes, that's right. For, for Texas. Um, but we've got a great show today. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really excited to, and, and I always say that, but maybe it's just because I write the material that, that so I don't, you're always I'm excited. biased, right? <laughs> um, but, but I am. I'm really excited to talk about uh, today's topic because we're going to rethink some thinking uh, pre-pandemic and post-pandemic in regard to retirement. Things have changed, and I I don't think anybody can deny that, and I don't think anybody knows what the future is is going to look like in this continued pandemic post-pandemic world yeah, right. i mean we we got news today that um or i said today it, it can, i was reading the news today about texas and they're just gonna keep on keeping on you know as a state and everybody's supposed to just be prudent um on their own accord and you know it's Cases are spiking in Texas at the same time. So, what does that mean and what does that look like going forward? And will we go through another shutdown? And we don't, nobody knows. Nobody knows.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing about this whole thing is the unknown. I mean, it's been. Yes. News is changing, changing daily.
2: Yes, it's changing daily. The What they're telling us about the virus itself is changing daily. But, you know, I think one constant that we can get out of this is that um, it's given a lot of us a, a silver lining to stop everything in its tracks and really, really think about our thinking. You know, I think um, we as Americans are, are, you know, if you you talk to a European, they tell you that we're crazy, right? (laughs) And they'll tell you we're crazy because we work too much right? and because we don't take enough holiday and because we don't relax and we don't enjoy the things that we have earned and been given. And if you really stop and think about it, there is a lot of truth behind those statements. We work for this thing. Our entire life, this thing, right? And it's called retirement. Right. But it's really what we're after is a number. Everybody has a number. Remember the commercial? This has been, oh gosh, 08. 07 somewhere in there i remember i remember it was like right around the financial crisis days when that commercial about what's your number and people would walk around with the number You're on, on top, top of their, their head, heads right yes. and everybody was focused on a number and you know they did a great job marketing uh fidelity at that time to say what's your number and you need to know that number in order to retire well what is a number, really? What does a number mean? And is that really just to support the same lifestyle that you've always had? Is that what you really want? I'd question that.
1: Maybe, maybe not.
2: Maybe, maybe not. I had a wonderful conversation with a dear friend clients of ours last week and they said, we've been doing what you said. We've been practicing retirement. I said, oh, that's wonderful. That's great. And we've been doing this and this and this differently. And we're not really sure that we need this. We've always thought we wanted this, but we don't, we don't really think that we do because if we do this, then we're not going to get to go and enjoy these other things. And unless we stop and we really take focus to that, we're just kind of running in a direction that we don't know where it's going to take us. And I think too many people do that pre-retirement. They go and they go and they go and they work so hard for that thing that they burn out, they're done. And on the first day of retirement, they're out there with their coffee, going to get the mail and they say, now what? (laughs) Right? What's next? (laughs) What's next? And there's a lot of danger in that. If you really think about it, if you don't know what you're retiring to, how do you know what your number should be? no way to know there is no way to know i mean if you change your life drastically move to another city two years into retirement pick up new hobbies in retirement you don't think that those things could cost more sure absolutely they could cost more could they cost less possibly possibly what if you worked seven years too long at a a job that you hated just because you thought you needed to when in reality you didn't need to
1: you spent Over 2,200 days being miserable. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Was it worth it, right? (laughs) Right. And, you know, so I think about this crisis. I think about where we're at. And I know everybody, we talk about this. And um, if you remember Stephen Furtick, he was talking about we're all in the same storm, but we're in a different boat. You know, some of us are in a raft. Some of us have a warship through this thing. But I think the one thing that everybody has been able to take from this is that for the first time, you're starting to see some mental focus in your life because you've been given a gift of time. You've been given a gift to sit back and say, what the heck am I really doing with my life? And if you're not contemplating that, even if you think everything is great, if you're not contemplating that, I challenge you to do that. You know, we work with uh, retirees a lot. And one of, one of the things that we try to do, and I, I'm, I'm what's called a certified retirement counselor, okay? And the reason that I am called that is because we do life planning. We don't just do financial planning. So life planning is getting your life together before you get your financial plan in order to support the life, right? right. It's, it's a little bit different twist than just going and making your money work for you. Or really, you're working for your money. We've actually had shows about that before, too, right? Uh, So let's back up here. And we ask a question when people retire. We say, okay, now I want you to imagine your favorite spot on Earth. Favorite spot, wherever that is. I'm sure it's peaceful. Yes. Okay. So I want you to sit there for a second in your mind. Just focus on that. Feel what you feel, whether it's the breeze or... Know, the air or
1: toes in the sand, toes there. in
2: the sand, whatever it is that you feel when you're there, you know, smells, sounds, get yourself to that spot. Now, I want you to imagine that you're in your last years of life in that spot and you're looking back, you're looking back over your life. What were the most important things? Family, family, your faith, your friends. The experiences that you had, the traditions that you carried on, none of those things have to do with a dollar sign. Why are we so focused on a thing? Let's get some new pandemic thinking when you come back, right here on Life Planning 101.
1: Life Planning 101, segment two already this morning. We're going to talk post and current pandemic situation
2: yes and retirement rethinking your thinking right um, thinking, thinking. i think so we're we're all in a different place and things are different we can't change that by any means nobody has the ability to change what's going on and you know whether it simply be husbands and wives learning to live together for the first time right ever um and not only just stay safe but stay sane and
1: the kids being home and for the, such an yes, extended period of empty time. Empty
2: nesters, no longer empty nested again, right? And hobbies, I think. Have you seen all this? creativity that's coming out of this it's a you,
1: you cannot buy an above ground swimming pool bicycles are sold out <laughs> i mean anything that has to do with the great outdoors is that gone. is
2: exactly right yeah and i think you know house they say that there's going to be a flood of house buying that comes out of this pandemic because those people that were really on the line of whether to stay in an apartment or buy a house they're buying a house <laughs> they want a backyard right so um you know you take all those things and you take the financial aspect finances are certainly being challenged for a lot of people, especially those in the big cities. And we know that. And then, you know, your future, it's totally up in the air. I mean, just imagine working for a corporation that does business out of downtown, a physical place in downtown New York right now. Yeah. And not knowing what that future is going to look like at all. Therefore, what your future is going to look like and your future and goals, maybe they're up in the air. Maybe they've evaporated already, right? Or they're just in the dirt getting kicked around and muddied and you have no idea what that comes out. So I want you to rethink your thinking. I want you to focus really on that long-term aspect, those memories that you want to make, the person that you want to be over your lifetime. Rethink about that, start there. Forget the financial hoopla of this. And excuse me for calling it hoopla if you're hurting, But in reality, that's what it is unless there's purpose behind it. Your money's just a tool. And it doesn't matter if you're broke or if you're wealthy. Your money is just a tool. So until you start thinking about life and what it means for you to live life on purpose... What does that matter? What are all those goals for, right? And I think so many times we get it wrong. We work so hard as Americans, and we do. We're the hardest working nation in the world, and I believe that. I mean, even all this stuff that's going on today, I still believe that we are the hardest working nation in the world because we are obviously the most wealthiest nation in the world, right? So if we're the hardest working nation in the world, what are we all working for? Was it this life that was pre-pandemic that we all hated because it was a rat race and going too fast and you could never breathe? Is that really what you want for the rest of your life? No. No, nobody wants that. So why not treasure this? Why not take this as a time to really think about, okay, this is what I want things to look like when we move forward. And this is what it means for me to live life on purpose. You know, so many people work their entire lives for retirement. Some people never get there. So you worked your entire life.
1: For nothing. For
2: nothing, right. Shouldn't you enjoy it a little bit along the way?
1: That's my philosophy.
2: Exactly. And, you know, it's not meaning that you shouldn't take care of the old person that you're going to be someday and take care of your family in case you leave them behind. Not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, why work at a job you hate? Why work for so much money even when you're miserable? What is the point? Because after all, you may not even need or want that money in the end anyway. If you're sitting under that tree, thinking back at your life, and I want you to really think about that. I want you to think about the three most important things in your life. And if they have a dollar sign, you just need to get off this this radio station, because
0: it's, it's not, not
2: going to... Yeah, turn the channel. It's not worth it, right? But if they don't have a dollar sign, sit there and really think about those things and the importance of them. And are they important just when you retire? Or are they important today? Now, yes. Right. And so, how can you have a life that isn't work? How can you have a life that allows you to enjoy every aspect of it, not just those after five hours and on the weekends, right? Or for some people, after nine <laughs> p.m. <laughs> at night, right? Because they work themselves into a coma sure. in sense. But you know, I think we have to think about what we're actually working for, and this pandemic, this post-pandemic world is going to give us an opportunity to also rethink our retirement. You know, when we're working with people, one of the things that we do is we talk about practicing retirement a lot. Well, I want to give you an example. I think I've shared this story before on the show. I met this couple and this was after they had retired and they had had a dream house for forever. They had this one house. It had always been their dream house. Well, I met them after it was probably a So during the 2001 technology bust and all of that, they were able to get this house bought for like half the market price. And they were so ecstatic about having this house. Now here's a retired couple with a 4,000 square foot home, with a pool, with a guest house, uh, with land, uh, with all this upkeep to do, and they're freshly retired. So they've got energy right then and there. But what they soon found out was the upkeep involved with that house. Not only was financial, but physical. Right. And they realized all these things they had retired for, they weren't getting to do.
1: Because they were having to take care of the upkeep of the house.
2: That's exactly right. They wanted to spend more time with grandkids. I've
1: never understood why people go up in housing when they retire. Yes. I mean, bigger, but, you know. Yes. I would want to condense. Condense,
2: right. And so, you know, you think about that. That's very literal good thinking for you, but we all have things that have been our dreams, things, not those important things, things, things that have been our dreams Once. our entire and we and our our minds get so laser focused on that. Where our minds are powerful, we can make things happen right? But is that what you really want? And that's the question, right? For you, that's a non-issue. And I'm glad you asked that question because it's a non-issue for you. That's never been in your mindset to do that. For some people, that dream house has been what they've worked their whole lives to have.
1: For 30 years.
2: For 30 years. And then they get it and they're like, why did I want this? (laughs) But that's so true. And so typical. It's the tip. I can't tell you how many times we see this play out over and over and over again. Sometimes it's not the uh, dream house. It's the second house does the same thing. Sure. Right. It's the uh, timeshares and the condos and the this and the that. And you know what? They end up not using them. They end up wanting to do things different anyway. And so, you know, we work for these things in our life. And what does that really mean? I was on the phone with a client last week, and he actually was used to work for a brokerage house. And so he was telling me about this book, and I can't believe I've never heard it. But I want to share this book. It's called Don't Retire, Rewire. And we talk all the time about what are you going to retire to, right? And the reason that you shouldn't retire from something, you should retire To to something. something. And why is that so important? Now, I'm not talking about retiring to a bigger house. I'm talking about retiring to something with purpose. Right. So we're going to discuss what does that mean and help you rethink your thinking in a post-pandemic world when we come back on Life Planning 101
1: final segment life planning 101 right here on kpx kwby angela
2: yes we're talking about pre-pandemic thinking about a thing that we've been driven towards our whole life when we find out really is that what we want in the end anyway and it's not probably not probably not so
1: and doesn't your retirement goals change oh yeah throughout life oh
2: yeah absolutely you know i think in retirement you know when we study it there's Three phases, right? Go-go, slow-go, and no-go. And even when people are going through those go-go years, things change. Yeah. What they thought they wanted at the very beginning of those go-go years to the mid-go-go years to the late-go-go years change. And those go-go years, the problem is is that you don't know how long those are going to last. You hope they last as long as they can. And I hope they last as long as they can, right? We've got people in their 80s in their go-go years. Sure. And they're still living it up and traveling, and this pandemic's killing them. Oh, I'm yeah. going to tell you, I guess they're, they're wanting to go, and they can't and go. Thinking.
1: We don't have that many go-go years left, so this <laughs> yeah. is cutting into my go time.
2: Exactly, exactly. But and I do think you know that statement about I wish I had the quote exactly, but the older we get, the wiser we get, right? And a freshly new retired person is kind of like someone out of high school. I hate to say this, but it's really true. <laughs> I
1: never thought of it quite like that. Yeah,
2: but it's true. I mean, you think about it. How excited were you to leave your parents' house? Super excited. Oh yeah, right. The world is your oyster. Let's yeah. take it on. Think about when you retire. How excited you'd you never have to work a day in your life again. The world is your oyster. <laughs> it's like you become an eighteen-year-old again in a lot of ways. Trust me, I've watched it. <laughs> so, but you know, um, I say that that humor with humor, but the, it's, there's truth in that. And so, if you think about by the time that you were in your mid to late twenties. You were starting to think back at the that eighteen year old you, thinking, "What was I thinking?" What I mean, by the time I mean, just ten years later, you're already like, "Oh my goodness!" And you all
1: all of a sudden, you come to the realization that your parents were smarter than yes. you ever gave them credit for.
2: Yes, and then when you have kids, you really just don't want to admit that, but that's <laughs> very true. So, you know, I think uh, it's, same can be said for retirement. We were talking to a client last week about they're getting ready to retire in the next couple of years, and. We talk about practice and retirement and this lady is a very sharp lady. She's uh, done a lot successfully on her own and um, she's a professional and she kind of has a game plan written out and we're trying to encourage her to let us help her more. And she's kind of like, why do I need help? And we said, well, our experience since 1989 and the experiences we've had with clients is that you only get a chance to do this one time right and if we can help you not see the you know holes in the road and move your car along it's going to last a lot lot longer Hinch your retirement dollars last a lot longer and this is one of the main areas that that holds true because when you do retire you are so excited to get going and do things that you think you want to do that you waste a lot of money doing that and then you find out five, 10 years down the road, oh my gosh, that's not what I wanted at all. So what if you could go into retirement already thinking about thinking of it like you're five to 10 years into retirement, and that's the goal, is that if you can already figure out what purpose looks like after you retire, what your social circle looks like after you retire, what is going to drive you from an intellectual standpoint, by the way, which is extremely important and too, 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 too many people don't do this. It probably, it, let me stop there. It's probably one of the single most important things you can do is to engage yourself intellectually when you retire because you don't realize the moment that you stop working, your hardest thing to do is pay bills. Think about that, think about that. Yeah. So how are you stimulating your brain? And you know, the old saying about you're either growing or you're dying, your brain kind of works that way. So you've got to figure out a way to stimulate that. And you know, you hear people that retire and die, and you don't want to be that person. Well, it's not just because they go sit in their chair, it's because they stop using that brain. So you've got to find a way to engage your brain on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, you can have Sundays off, but you know, on a daily basis. And that's so critical and people forget to do that. So what if you could go into retirement already knowing that and already having a game plan for that? What if you could go into retirement and already get past that giddyish feeling of, oh my gosh, we're gonna own this second home, only to find out seven years later that you never go there and you've spent all this money and I could have just gone on some heck of a vacation for the price I spent on the home, right? Or
1: when you go to the second home, all you do is work on
2: it. Exactly. Exactly. So I think a lot of what retirement is, is figuring out what life looks like post-retirement. The problem is that no one ever takes the time to do that, do they? No. They work and work and work for the thing. The thing, which is money. The number
1: on top of their head.
2: Yes. And then they get to retirement and they say, well, I deserve this. And guess what? You deserve do deserve it you deserve it in every respect but how hard did you work for it and do you really want to see it just dissipate because you don't take the time to really make sure you use it wisely those are bold words and we may have lost some listeners but there's reality in that sure and we have to think about that so you know part of our challenge as that retirement counselor is to help someone think about all of what that means to live life on purpose and how you're going to engage yourself in other areas we have a lady that a wonderful lady worked with kids her whole life and She was torn about retirement because she didn't like all the policy government and what was going on um, from an administrative perspective. But she loved working with kids. That was a big thing for her. All of her family has passed. It's just her. So she talked about moving up closer to her friends, um, which means making a major move to a major city. And so the good thing about her, she's a teacher and she knew that she could never continue to teach greatness unless she continued to become greater and greater. So she was willing to listen and be a sponge. And because she's done that, you know, we've worked through some really what ifs, what if this, what if that, what if that. But here she is sitting 12 years into retirement and she's thriving. She's working with kids, not getting a paycheck. She's thriving. She's doing more now and enjoying things more now than she's ever enjoyed in her life. And her initial thoughts of what she wanted to do wasn't what she ended up doing, but she took a year off, kind of like that unschooling year that they (laughs) say some high school kids should do, do, and she did it. She went and tested things out, got an apartment, see where she wanted to be, and she made the right decisions. And because she she made those right decisions, she's thriving. So I want to challenge your thinking. I want you to think about your thinking. Use this extra time you have to make sure you're not focusing on the thing, the money, that you're focusing on what it means to live life on purpose so that you can really do that. Isn't that what it's all about anyway? Absolutely. Right. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services in the great town of Eastland, Texas. God bless everyone. Stay safe and have a great week.
0: Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, Kennedy Financial Services, and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates, Incorporated.